Welcome to the North Star Audio Experience. This is week five, day one. I am new in Christ. Most of us have grown up believing that our performance determines our worth. Teachers award academic honors to those with the best grades. Bosses give raises to the highest achievers. We have decided as a society to value health, wealth, influence, and beauty above all else. The more we achieve, the more worthy we believe we are. We're trapped in an endless pursuit of unsatisfying achievement. Even the most attractive want to become more beautiful. The rich seek more wealth. The famous long for more influence. No matter how worthy someone tells us we are, we can't seem to believe it. So what if I told you that God invites us into a different story? Last week, we explored the idea that God is far more committed to us than we are to him. We learned that he saved us through the gospel and empowered us through his Holy Spirit. This week, we'll continue the theme by discovering the brand new reality God speaks over our lives. Spiritually speaking, salvation isn't just a mild improvement. When God saves us, he makes everything new. Paul says that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. Let's take a moment and explore the term in Christ. During our North Star journey, we've used the phrase following Jesus. Like the first disciples, we are on a life-changing journey with our rabbi. Following Jesus is what we do. In Christ is who we are. It's the new reality God has created for us. In Christ is the most common way the New Testament writers describe Christians. In his article, In Christ, John Stott explains that in Christ means, quote, to be organically united to Christ as a limb is in the body or a branch is in the tree, unquote. Jesus described it this way, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit by itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. A branch is useless apart from the vine. We are powerless if disconnected from Jesus. Every ounce of spiritual life we receive comes from our connection to him. It was difficult for me to grasp the concept of in Christ for much of my Christian journey. But then I rediscovered two familiar stories from the life of Jesus. The first story is the baptism of Jesus, which we briefly examined last week in our exploration of the Holy Spirit. In Mark's gospel, we read that in those days, Jesus came from Nazareth of Galilee and was baptized by John in the Jordan. And when he came up out of the water, immediately he saw the heavens being torn open and the spirit descending on him like a dove. And a voice came from heaven saying, you are my beloved son 
with you I am well pleased. Before Jesus performed a miracle or taught a parable, before he died on the cross for our sins, God considered him to be his beloved son. God was pleased with Jesus before he did a single act of ministry. Christ's identity was received from above, not achieved by works. This may seem obvious. We would all be pleased with a son who never did anything wrong. What does this have to do with our identity? Let's investigate our second story. In John 17, Jesus is praying in the Garden of Gethsemane before his betrayal, trial, and crucifixion. First, he prays for his 12 disciples. Then, he prays for all of his followers for the rest of history. Imagine this moment. The creator of the universe prayed for us. In his prayer to the Father, Jesus makes a remarkable request. He asks that the world may know that you sent me and loved them even as you loved me. According to Jesus, the love God has for us is equal to the love he has for Christ. Here is the beauty of in Christ. We are united with Jesus, so we receive the same benefits Jesus does. Since Jesus is a beloved son, we are beloved sons and daughters. Since God is well-pleased with Jesus, he is well-pleased with us. I should point out, when I say that we receive every benefit that Jesus does, I do not mean divinity. Jesus is God and we will never be. But we have been given every spiritual blessing in Christ. At the time scripture was written, It was common for the rich and influential to hire servants to oversee their households. In many cases, the servants were beloved figures in the lives of the family. Sometimes the servant would be given a place of high honor, even written into the will. But there was a difference between a servant and a son. A son was the rightful heir to the estate. He received all the benefits of being part of the family. A servant's status was temporary. The position of the son was permanent. Paul writes in Romans 8 that you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons by whom we cry, Abba, Father. In Christ, God treats us as more than servants. He has adopted us into his family. As I'm writing this, two of my best friends are adopting a son and daughter. When this joyous moment happens, the siblings will live their entire lives with all the rights, privileges, and responsibilities that come with being a part of the family. In the same way, you and I are invited to live in our new reality. We have the same blessings, rights, and privileges as Jesus. Over the next few days, we'll discover more of the spiritual riches that our new identity unlocks. Thanks for listening to the North Star Audio Experience. To discover the next steps for today's content, go to mynorthstar.space slash week five.